What's up guys, Nathan here, and today I wanna to talk about some common bluffing mistakes that I see a lot of people making these days. This might be something that you're doing at the poker table, and I'm gonna walk you through two separate poker hand examples today to let you know exactly what bluffing mistakes I'm referring to, so let's jump right into it. All right, so the first bluffing mistake that I see a lot of people making these days is bluffing, especially on the river with the obvious draw on the board, oftentimes multiple obvious draws. So let's break this down a little bit further. So really what I'm talking about is when you are the pre-flop caller and you end up bluffing, like I said, a board with multiple missed draws. Let's get an example for you guys here. So by the river, we have a board of 10 of hearts, four of hearts, seven of clubs, queen of spades, two of diamonds. Now let's just assume the action, let's assume they're the one trying to bluff us, and let's say that you raise it up pre-flop with a hand like ace, queen of clubs. So as mentioned, you raise this hand pre-flop, you bet the flop, they call, you bet the turn, they call, and then lo and behold, out of nowhere, they bet right into you on this river. So what does this mean, guys? Well, honestly, uh, you know, this is the easiest call in the world because this is exactly what I'm talking about a really sort of uh, a bluff that doesn't tell a very believable story, a bluff that's very, very easy to read. Uh, let's break down what this bluff means. So I hope you guys can see on this board of 10, 4, 7, queen, deuce, that there are multiple missed draws. Let's talk about the two really, really obvious draws. When we get a 10, 4, 7 flop, what is the straight draw on that board? Well, you guys probably already know that's gonna be nine, eight. So what we don't wanna see is a six or a jack, and of course, because that would of course complete the straight, and of course it came with a queen and a deuce on the turn in the river. So there's no six, there's no jack. There's one of the most obvious draws the straight draw has missed. But what's the other obvious draw on the flop here? The hearts, of course. And the turn came with a spade, and the river came with a diamond. So guys, in a situation like this, this is is a spot you really, really want to avoid bluffing in because your opponent is just going to call you so frequently. Like I said, just put yourself in their shoes if you have ace queen or if we have ace queen in the spot, you're just gonna laugh and make the call because you know they're bluffing so often in a spot like this and their line just doesn't make any sense as well. Anytime that you see somebody call the whole way and then out of nowhere they decide to make a bet on the river, it just screams bluff. It's something that recreational players do all the time and uh, they often do it in spots like this where you just kind of lull call them you know like there's so many missed draws so guys this is definitely bluffing mistake number one if you're going to make bluffs make sure you do it on boards that make sense that there's some sort of story you're telling something that you can represent don't do it on boards like this where there are multiple missed draws and it's very obvious that you're probably trying to bluff with one of those. All right, so let's talk about bluffing mistake number two that I see a lot these days, and that is bluffing with bad equity. Now, what do I mean by bad equity? I'm talking about situations where if you get called, you are not going to have a very good chance to win the pot. Guys, we need to always remember that with a bluff, we're of course trying to make them fold. That's the whole point. Uh, there's no other outcome really we're looking for. We want them to fold right now, but we have to remember that sometimes we're going to get called. That's the nature of the game. They could have a 
strong hand, or they might have some sort of middle of the road hand and they just don't believe you, or they could have some sort of draw. So you're going to get called from time to time. And why would you not want to have some equity in your back pocket? And when I say equity, I'm just talking about some odds to win the pot, some lucky cards, if you will, that you could catch on the turn or the river that will make you the best hand. If you got your hand in the cookie jar right now, maybe you, you have, give yourself some sort of lucky card that you can catch on the Turner River that can save you if they decide to call you down. So what are some bad hands typically to bluff with? Well, two of the most you know obvious candidates always for me are small pocket pairs and small suited connectors. And I'm specifically referring to hands like this on boards like a flop that comes with a uh, King 10 9 rainbow like you see in front of you there. When I say rainbow, by the way, it means three different suits. This is a bad board to uh, bluff with, with these kind of hands. You know, if, if somebody bets into you on the flop and you have one of these hands, you should just be folding. Now, why? Why should you be folding a spot like this? Well, let's talk about it. You have pocket threes, for example. We'll talk about five, six in a second. You have pocket threes on this board. You decide to raise it up for uh, with a bluff for, you know, something to do here. The problem is, guys, if you get called in this spot, you literally have just two outs, the other two threes in the deck the three of diamonds and the three of clubs. Not very good odds, right? There's only two cards to save your life because if you get called here, it's very, very likely that they have some sort of pair, a king, a 10, or a nine, or something like that that essentially has you crushed right now. Even if they just have nine deuce for bottom pair, the only way that you can win this pot is if you catch one of the two remaining threes in the deck. So guys, that's why this is oftentimes these small sort of baby pairs like this, they're bad candidates to bluff because if you get called, you know, you're often in really bad shape. And you know, same thing goes for a hand like five, six of diamonds, for example, small suited connector. As you can see on this board here, we don't even have a backdoor flush draw with this hand. There's no, there's no diamonds on the flop. So this is another really bad spot to bluff. For example, you know, even if they have, like I said, nine deuce or something really bad like that, that hand is still crushing you. You would literally need the turn and river to come five, six or five, five or six, six, you know, very unlikely. You would basically, you need perfect, perfect in order to win the hand against any any kind of pair on this board. You certainly don't really want to be calling with these hands and even more so you do not want to be bluffing with these hands by making a big raise here. The best thing you can possibly do typically in a spot like this where you have terrible equity is just fold your hand, cut your losses and get out of there. So let's sum up here. The two main situations that I think a lot of people make bad bluffs or make a bluffing mistake these days are situations where there are obvious misdraws on the board, especially when there's multiple, multiple obvious misdraws, like in our first example where there's a uh, missed straight draw, any missed flush draw, or the other situation is like we just talked about where you have really poor equity. Guys, you just always want to have some, you know, lucky card in your back pocket you can catch if you get called uh, and and that's why you know if you're gonna make a bluff do it with two overcards for example you know do it with some sort of draw something of that sort two overcards still have six outs whereas the pocket threes they've only got two outs you know and what I mean by overcards is say you've got a hand like uh, ace queen or something and the board is is low let's just say the board is like three four five or something on the flop if you were to bluff raise on that board well that's cool because there's three more aces in the 
deck and three more queens in the deck that you could catch later on. So you have three times the amount of outs compared to the, you know, the hand that we just talked about with pocket threes, for example, or even the five, six there where you have very, very poor equity. You only have one or two cards remaining in the deck. So guys, it's really important that you learn to pick your bluffs wisely. Pick your spots, you know, find the situations where you're actually truly representing something and it's not just obvious to any kind of decent player that you have either a misdraw and, and also do not bluff in situations where you have terrible equity. And if you guys don't know, I have tons of videos on this channel walking you through step-by-step -step excellent bluffs. Like I said, with two over cards, I made a ton of videos earlier this year, so you can just run through the channel and you can see a lot of my previous videos on how to bluff. Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed this poker podcast episode. If you wanna know my complete strategy for beating small and mid-stakes poker games, make sure you go grab a copy of my free poker cheat sheet that's available on my website at blackrain79.com and also make sure you hit like and subscribe here to the podcast as i'm putting out new episodes every single week to help you guys quickly get beating your poker games i wish you guys all the best at the poker tables i'll catch you next week this has been nathan williams with blackrain79.com